Welcome to track number 16, Pop Atmosphere. Okay, what was the last atmosphere you had? Of what? Sinful men. Sinful men. Now, that atmosphere, okay, is an atmosphere that when you live in and walk in, you find that you sin also. So you must avoid that group and that atmosphere. Don't think you are better. Alright? Don't think you are stronger. Alright? You are not strong. You don't need an atmosphere of smoking, drinking, dancing, grooving. Groovy brother. Okay. Father, thanks for this great opportunity. Today, in the name of Jesus, fill us with the Holy Spirit and let us walk in your wonderful, wonderful will in a special way. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. Now, the next one is the atmosphere of mockery. Look at Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that was not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners. That is the atmosphere of sinful men. Nor sit in the seat of scoffers. The seat of scoffers or the atmosphere where there are people who don't believe in you is the atmosphere of mockery. Where they don't really think that you are great. You get it. When you are with such people, when you are in such an atmosphere, you will never develop. Okay? Now you look at our stars who are singing. They are always getting better. But they are doing well, not because they are in an atmosphere where we don't like them or we don't really respect them. I call them stars from the beginning. And I like all of them. All the people that are stars and I always training them. They know it. And I'm always trying to make everybody do better. The worship stars, everybody. If somehow we can try. It can work. Do you understand? Yeah, everybody can get to a point at least. You can do something. Alright? Are you listening? But when you stand in the midst of people who are laughing at you, huh? you will never, never do well. Okay? So you need to move away. From that atmosphere. And be in the atmosphere of those who believe in you. Alright. And and since I became a Christian. And I've I've always noticed the atmosphere of mockery. People who don't think you are anything. They don't really believe in you. Okay. And I found myself. I I just shift. I just move. I just move. I just move. I just move. Now, it's a bad atmosphere. Your gifts will not flourish. Alright? They'll laugh at you. And so, because of that, I've always, always remember people who believe in me. Alright? Uh, you always remember people who believe in you. 
And a pastor or a founder of a church will always remember the people that believe in you. Because when you are doing the work of God, especially from the beginning, people don't believe in what you are doing. And they, they, they find you funny. But you'll be surprised how great you are going to become. You'll be surprised. Yeah, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised how wonderful you are going to turn out. Amen? Amen. Are you expecting to turn out well? I mean, there are some people when you, when you tell them you are a pastor, and they will laugh. They laugh. People that have been your boyfriend before, or your girlfriend before, if you tell them, I'm not a pastor. I'm not the girl I used to be. Now I'm saved. They don't believe in you. Just move away. So the way to treat that is to move out of that atmosphere. Move away. You just keep moving away from people who don't believe in you towards the environment where they believe in you. Just keep moving. Once you find, anytime you find somebody who believes, stay near that person. Stay near that person. People who believe in you are the atmosphere, is the atmosphere in which you, you flourish. You become things you never have become. You see, if we hadn't had the first love church, these people who are being called stars, they wouldn't even be called stars. Not that they wouldn't even be called stars, they wouldn't even be, you wouldn't even be seen. <laughs> you would not even be known. It's true. I mean, I don't know any stars in the, in the church in, in, in tech, UST. I'm sure there are. But they need an atmosphere that will make them become stars. Yeah. And all over, if you don't have a certain atmosphere, you don't become anything. You really need an atmosphere where somebody likes you and believes in you. And doesn't have in the back of his head, he's not saying it, but he has at the back of his head that you are funny. Do you get it? Yeah. So these are wonderful atmospheres that you need to keep moving away from and moving towards a good atmosphere. Alright? Okay. These are just a couple of bad atmospheres that you need to understand. That you will never, never do well in such a negative atmosphere. The next atmosphere is the atmosphere of the delicious woman. In Revelation chapter 18, now, hallelujah, in Revelation 18, it says, Babylon the greatest is fallen, okay, and has become the hold of every unclean bread. Verse 3, for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of delicacies. 
And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Come, don't, don't stay in her atmosphere. Come away. That ye be not partakers of her sins. So, every brother needs to know, anyway, let me finish. That ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven. God has remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she has rewarded you. And double unto her. Double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled. Fill her to the double. In other words, punish her. Now it's given a reason. How much she has glorified herself. And lived deliciously. She has lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she says in her heart, I said a queen and I'm not a widow. Amen. Amen. She has glorified herself and lived deliciously. This is a very important thing. When you are in the atmosphere of this woman, the Bible says, come out of her. Now, how will you know you, are in, you have entered the atmosphere of a person who can cause you to commit fornication? You see, in the Bible, women are largely, mostly, and almost 100% blamed for sexual sins. Did you know that? Yeah. Through the Bible, all through the Bible. Women are blamed. Not, not, not 100%, but women are blamed, mostly. This is one. The Bible says all the kings of death have slept with her, slept with so many people. But they, didn't, they left the king. So the kings were standing afar off when she was being judged. And they were watching her. That is a double hair. Pour their judgment on her. Burn her. Give her feel like double for what that she has done. Because a male, according to our design, you see, need not much provocation to have sexual uh, desires. Now, you young ladies, what you feel that is sex, it's not sex you desire. You don't have desire for sex much. And it is confirmed after you marry and you've got what you want, you've got to secure the man, you've got the ring, You've got the name, you've got a child. Then you develop what we call PDNS, post-donation neglect syndrome. Post-donation neglect syndrome. Where now he has donated his name, he has donated his ring, he has given you the status, given you the child, the sperm that you needed. And then he experiences PDNS from then onwards, post-donation neglect syndrome. And you see that all that you were saying, oh, I, I feel this. You don't actually feel that. It's actually the desire to, for a man to take you in. Uh, but it's actually not sex. <laughs> so, so through the Bible, you know, you see in, in Jeremiah, in Isaiah, Ezekiel, they are facing women. And the strange woman, I mean, the Bible really talks about her. Although a man went in 
to his house. It was a woman that said, this woman, her house is the way to hell. She is this and that and that. Many mighty men has she slain. She is called the slayer. It didn't say many men have slain her. She has slain the men. The Bible says she hunted. She hunted for the precious life. So she is the hunter. Because for the man, brother, to have sex, there is nothing difficult about that. And brothers don't have unilateral desire for any girl. Brothers, men have multi-directional <laughs> desires. It's a sacrifice for a brother to choose one sister. It's a big sacrifice. Yeah. I have to, I have to no problem, no problem. It's a sacrifice. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. You have to stay with only one person. And all the lions, all the dogs, all the leopards, all the elephants, all of them have multiple partners. It's a sacrifice that we, we make that we stay with only you and have sex with only you. And then that same person has developed PDNS, post-donation neglect syndrome. Now, you need to know as soon as you are in the environment, Bible says, her house is the way to death, to hell. Her environment comes out of that atmosphere. But it has an effect. The effect is luring and pulling and driving. You see, luring. And um, you'll be judged for that. You'll be judged for that. <laughs> one, one lady, she made her... Uh, she had a boyfriend and she was angry with the boyfriend and she went to tell another boy who she had that this guy was beating her, this guy was doing this, guy was like this. And in the end, she made the guy, so, the new boyfriend, so angry that she made him decide to, to kill the guy because it was like he's a monster. So, she told the um, second boyfriend. And actually, it was not the second. It was one in a long string. But anyway, that second one. That she would let the man come to a particular place in a big farm. Okay. And there he could kill her. So she went to the guy. Actually, it was her husband. And she brought him to the place where they killed him. She brought him there, you know, and then she came out of the car and came out of the car and the other guy came. And it was all a plan. You know, the guy talked to him and then he pulled the gun. The guy said, why? What is it? And he shot. He, the, the new boyfriend shot the old boyfriend, which was like that. Old boyfriend was their divorced husband. So anyway, eventually, after the, there was another boyfriend that came. After this one also, she blew the beach with him and went to another one and another. 
And one of them that she was with, the guy started to wonder, who is, who is she? She seemed to have a history. Like he doesn't know when he asked about this, he said, oh, who was this person? Because he saw some names. Oh, who was this person? Oh, it's some mommy guy. Oh, it's whatever. You notice, you see, a lie, little changes. A lie is a window into a malignant soul. A window. Yes. But when you, when you share a lie, you see that they're giving you a lie. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a window that reveals a malignancy. Do you understand? Something evil that lies behind. Yeah. Anyway, the long and short of the story is that in the end, this new husband, the third, I mean, number of series of husbands found there was something wrong with her. And eventually, she was called and the whole murder came up. Because actually, the husband, they buried him and they couldn't find two years. They didn't know where he had gone, thought he had traveled. She just he hasn't also seen him. Because she was not with him, she was not married to him. Eventually, when they went to court, she was tried. And the guy who shot the, the lady was also tried. Now, the judgment, this woman was given about uh, 50, 50 years or life imprisonment without the possibility of ever coming out. Do you see? And then the man who killed, actually killed, was given a much less sentence. He was given, I think, 20 years or 15 years, or I don't know if he, even if he was set free. Now, they, they were explaining, they said that, that the girl was feeling that she had been not been treated well, because she didn't actually kill. But then, she didn't kill the, the guy. And they, they explained to her that you didn't kill him, but you lured him. You lured him to the place where he would be executed. You lured him. You were the wicked person. You see, you know what you are doing. So brothers, you are being lured. You don't know. Yeah, you are being brought. The Bible says, ask an ox goes to the correction of the stocks. <laughs> he goes the way to her house. Yeah. So I looked out of my window in the twilight in the evening. I beheld a young man devoid of understanding. And he went away to her house. And she met him with an impudent face and kissed him. <laughs> now, now listen, this is the judgment. This is why God was aboard with. He said, read it, he said, how she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. Now, to a man, a woman is like food. It's like something he eats. And he, to a man, a woman is like food we eat. That's why it's multidirectional. And that's why the woman is described as delicious. Yes, delicious. Yes, delicious. Yes, deliciously. Look, you are delicious. I want to have. I mean, there are times that my wife will ask me, what, what, what do you want to eat? And I say, I want to eat you. Yeah. Yeah. You are what I want to eat.
Yeah. You are the stew that I want you. You are the chicken that I want you. You are the rice that I want you. And lived deliciously. You see, now, when the sisters develop PDNS, they now no longer live deliciously. So I told you to bring, have you brought your caps and all the things to wear? You brought it yesterday. I'll give you a break. You go and you bring it. Then you see. That then, you are no longer, shh. Listen, you see, you may think I'm joking. No? All the things I'm saying, you know, somebody, somebody told me the things I'm saying, they are true. It's like it's some way that they are true. It's true. That you, act, you see, you can have food that does not look delicious. That's not too delicious. So you see, when they do their hair, they, they look more delicious. Then you find out that when you are them, you have tied your head, you are now Captain Haddock. No earrings, because the earrings make you look delicious. Look at this one. Can you? You see? It does not look delicious. 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 Yes. And so to the brother, yes, you look delicious, like something to eat. She was sweet. 
and nice and soft. She adjusted her breast. Wow. I brought them up. Here you are. Would you like some bread? Yes. Tea and bread. They take the, the bread that was served on the was served on the plate. It has, the plate has been put aside. It is now pointing to the South Pole, Antarctica, Antarctica direction. Down, Antarctica to the penguin zone. So, you see that for the brother leads no encouragement, slightest deliciousness. So, every brother should be careful of deliciousness and glorification. When you see a lady that makeup, hair too much, looking, whatever, be careful of that thing. It's an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere you are in. You are under influence. Yes, and then they put on perfume. But when they when they when they finish match during PBNS, there's no perfume. Yes. <laughs> Just. Buy a powder from Collegono Market and then you get. Yes. Gentle voice. Helpful sounding. You see, that is why sometimes older ladies would tell their daughters, I was nicer than you. I was also sweet. I was sweet. You think I've been, I was always like this. I was also sweet. I was sweet. I've, I've had a number of sisters, their mother told them, I was sweet. I was nice. I was, people liked me. Boy, men will pick me with their BMW. Sit in the car and tell them, wow, you beautiful girl, you know. It seems I know you somewhere. Are you, are you, uh, uh, okay. Okay, I think it's not you, but you, are, you, are, you look like her. You look familiar. Wow. wow. So, brothers, the Bible says, listen. The Bible says she hunts for the precious life. Anybody who is called, a woman is looking for you. Oh, yeah. If you are called, it is a woman hunting for you. Any man who is called. What's happening? Is it a goat? 
children, children, children playing. Are you called? How many brothers are called? God has, God has called me. Are there some brothers sitting down who are not, who are not called? Who are not called? There is somebody hunting. You see, but the sisters don't look like they are hunting. Because when you talk of the word hunting, you think of someone with bow and arrow, with a gun, and going. But that's not how they hunt. Now listen. They are more like Fisherman. fisherman. See, a hunter chases you with fear. But a fisherman puts a bait on and lures you. They are, yes, they are like hunters of fish. They know what you want. This, this lady I'm talking about who killed a guy. He, she was given life. I mean, never to come out of this prison. She was given that whatever. She, the, the story said that the man testified said that the type of sex that she had with me, I've never had something like that before. And, and she said that she knew what made a man happy. Yeah, she was delicious. She knew what to do. And the guy decided to marry her. So many people decided to marry her and adopt her. She had a child. I keep adopting her child. So I like you and your child. You and your child. You and your child. Different people were adopting she and her child. She and her child. She and her child. She knew what to do. And they know what to do. They know what to do. They know what to do. They are hunting. Like the hunting of fish, like luring you. Luring. Come closer. And you can never choose a good wife in that atmosphere. When I, when I was going to enter a relationship, I, told my wife, I said, no, if I decide, it may, be, it may be last. Because the feelings are so, are so many. I need to be detached from these feelings so that I think clearly. Because if your mind doesn't think clearly when you are in that atmosphere. You come to that atmosphere and say, ah. Before you realize you have married Leah. Do you know Leah? Leah is the person you never intended to marry. See, when Jacob married, he had actually wanted to marry Rachel. But in the end, through circumstances and through deception, deception by the parent and then the daughter. He, the girl he asked him that he wanted to marry was called Rachel. But she had an older sister who was not yet married. So in those days, when they have the wedding, after the wedding or whatever, or however they do it, you go into the chamber. And they didn't have electricity. Electricity was recently invented. So when he went into the room, here was a female body. And he went, here is a man who has been with seven years. He's been waiting. No time for inspection. They assist, they assisted. So he just held her. And then, and then Leah also followed the deception 
of the mother. You see, there are some mothers, they know that their daughters are bad. Some parents, they know that this is my daughter. The one who married her has made a mistake. They know. She can't cook, she's lazy, she has a bad attitude, she's like this, she's like, they know it. But as they are giving their daughter, they are happy that there is a man who has been deceived. And then, yeah, so Jacob was given, he knew that Jacob was deceived. Leah's father, he knew that Jacob was, and he was happy that he was being deceived. And then the girl also flowed in the deception. I know that you are deceived about me. I'm not what you want. And I know that you are, you are deceived by me. So as he, as he held, he said, No, he couldn't wait. He couldn't wait. He has been waiting for seven years. He said to her, Rachel, I love you. Rachel, I love you. Rachel, I love you. Rachel, I love you. And she also said, <laughs> she was, You see, there are people that are flowing with the deception. They know you are not the one, you are not the one they want. You are not, you are not the type of person. But they flow with it until you sign the, the thing. I wonder how Leah felt in the morning. Man, it looks like that. What? Who have I married? That you are not Rachel. You are not what I wanted. I've married something I didn't want. This is the very thing I didn't want. I have it now. The parents deceived the woman also. Flowed. <clears throat> this has happened to so many brothers. <clears throat> and because of the no exit. Policy. <coughs> you are stuck. <coughs> I've been hunted before. I've been hunted. I've met hunters. I said, I've stepped back. I said, I've been hunted. Yeah. Every Precious life is hunted. And you need to stay away from that atmosphere. Because if you are not strong, in fact, it's the only thing in the Bible where you are asked to flee. Brothers, when you see the breasts that have been served, does it not affect you? The sisters, you can't understand it because it is your body. You don't even look at it twice. It's like, it's like nothing. The sisters don't understand. They don't understand. That is delicious to us. It is food to us. Today, I am giving you a rope. Eh? We are going to tie a rope between two trees. Yes. As we are walking through the forest, the hunter is coming. That is, hunter is coming for you. We are going to tie a rope here. A rope here. We are going to dig a hole here. When the hunter comes, the hunter comes, the hunter will be coming, I'm going to get you. The hunter is going to fall into the hole. Yeah. In Jesus' name.
What do you think? Neutralize their power. Some of you brothers, you are so loving. You, you, you say to the, you say to the person, please stop the talking. You are a fool. You are done for. Sit down. Sisters, stand up and say, I know I'm delicious. I'm not, I'm not going to live deliciously and spoil somebody's ministry. Ah. You are, you are, you are, you are a cursed woman, I tell you, if you spoil somebody's ministry. Yeah, you can go back to your seat. You are cursed if you are, you are spoiling somebody's ministry. Cursed. I said you are cursed if you are spoiling somebody's ministry. That's not coming to your atmosphere. Your atmosphere is enchanting. The eyes are going around. It's not thinking. And he's saying, I, li- uh, I like you. I've chosen you. Sometimes when people choose whom they are going to marry in their mind, you look at the person and realize that his mind is not working. Sisters, are you going to develop PDNS? No. You sure? Yes. Are you going to bring those caps and things? Yes. Okay, next session, right? Alright? Yeah. Wipe the makeup. Yeah, that's inside everything. We'll take pictures. You don't want pictures. Don't tell anybody to okay, we'll take pictures. We like to be on the video. Right. Next one. The kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her. Mercy. Now, the next atmosphere. These are all bad atmospheres. The next one is the atmosphere of unbeliever music. No. It's a bad atmosphere to live in. Cherish the night. <laughs> you know how to sing it. Cherish the night we have. Cherish the night. We must cherish the night. Cherish the night. Cherish the night. Ooh, baby. We must cherish the night. What about the day? Some of these songs, when you hear them, you'll be charged. Regina had a vision and he said that the, the people were going to play music and it would charge the crowds with evil spirits, immorality, drugs, all kinds of things. So, unbeliever music, non-Christian, non-Christian radio, 
music, no Christian jazz. It's an atmosphere you, can, you must not have and be in. Simple and short. Do you understand? Out. Don't listen to it. It's out. Don't say, oh, the radio is on. So I didn't put it on. The radio is on. So, oh. It's just music. Music is non-neutral. So even what we, what we have done using certain songs and so on is, is something that can be very controversial. Yeah. Because music is not neutral. It, it has some power. It's not, it's not like a painting that has been painted by an unbeliever. And the music has spirits and things with it that are being used to charge crowds and to commit evil and to do sin and do wicked things. They have been instruments of wickedness. When, when Stevie Wonder heard our star singing, because we sang, Stevie Wonder listened to us one day, we, we spoke to him in America. So we put, it, we put him on and he was listening. The comment he made after that, oh, he's, he's so glad to hear this song. You know, the song that is not being used in this way. And being used, you know, like for God and all. Because he's also a Christian. So it's like the people have had music, and, but the music has not been used in a certain way. Do you understand? So we are sort of trying to use it in another way, a completely different way. You see, but it's, it's, it's not something... To do lightly. Yeah. yeah. It's not something to do lightly. You can't judge. You can't, you, you can't, you can't expose yourself to those things. Very, very dangerous. In fact, when I was in uh, Calvary Road, one of the things that almost divided the whole group was when the song Jesus is Love. Start at the beginning. Come. Where? Start at the beginning. When that song came, and then somebody brought that song that we should sing it. They said the group has fallen into total backsliding for, for this song because of the person who sang it. Yeah. Because the person who sang Lana Richie, he was just an unbeliever song, charging. What are the summer, uh, songs? All night long. And all, what are the, uh, hello? Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're all I ever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. All these songs to chant. Hello. Is it me you're all night long, let's party. When we brought the song that he also composed the song, Jesus is love, it was the point of defeat. He said, no, 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 they said, we are falling, the group has backsliding. Yes, because it's like to touch any contact with any related to unbelievers, something. I mean, that's what brought out the purity. Yeah, that we had. And it's saying, just say it. Jesus. Father, yes. help your children. Don't let them fall by the side of the road. This song was, it was controversial. And teach them to love one 
Gotta walk on to temptation. Cause his love and his wisdom will be our helping hand. And I, I know the truth that his words will be our salvation. So we lift up our voices and we're thankful and blessed. you down, and I know that I know that he is mine forever in my heart. Who's going to lift you up? Who will lift you up? People have used for God that this song is unacceptable in Christian circles. Yeah. That's the level of don't touch me as far as unbeliever music is concerned. It's the touch me not. It's the touch me not. Yeah. And see, that type of culture has also produced a lot of ministers of the gospel and people that are pure walking in the spirit and serving the Lord. Yeah. Whereas people who are just mixing up things and so on, you get it, have not become much. So there's a certain atmosphere that also, I mean, that dilutes your Christianity. Totally. Alright? So, you cannot, you cannot bring in unbeliever music. 
into your world, into your life, into whatever you are doing. Are you listening? All right. So you need to really watch that out carefully. Amen. Glory to God. You guys are doing a great job. The next one is the atmosphere of bad news. Now, the atmosphere created by CNN, BBC, all right, and sometimes now our own GBC and so on, TV3 and so on, do not create a good spiritual environment. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? All right. Now, you cannot, some people just love to leave the news on all the time. You don't know, but you are being affected by it. It having an effect on you. And you are always afraid of things. Okay. 